Auto sequence start in five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello there. Welcome, my fellow lovers of aluminum, to another installment of Canned (laughs) Conversation. My name is Andrew, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Stephen. I do love aluminum. (laughs) Tell me, my friend, how much did you enjoy the movie Defending Your Life I gave you as homework a few episodes back? Uh, it was great. Super great. I did not watch that. <laughs> oh, I wondered. Uh, I did sorry. not give you a heads up that I would be asking this question. No, you didn't. Because I wanted all the world to know when I give you homework. And I, and I failed to do it like in school. Yeah. Is it on your list? Did you put it on some sort of to-do list? No, Are you th- going to watch it? No, I think it's written on my podcast notes. Um, Maybe it's not. When I ask this question, another now. three or four episodes from now, will you have an answer? Maybe. I really want you to watch the movie. It's really good. Defending Your Life. Yes, Albert Brooks. All right. Glenn it, Close. It's on my. It's on my. No. It's on my notes now. For not sure. Glenn Close. Sorry about that. No. Uh, that is not. But um, it's a really good movie. Glenn who? <laughs> it's not a Glenn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my mind is blanking right now for some reason, but. Um, if I think of it during Sigourney the episode, I will uh, you just randomly throw those out, and I will uh, tell you if you uh, hit upon it. So no, it's not Scorny Weaver. Okay. She was an alien in Aliens. Yes. Any other She's ones an alien. about aliens? <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's get into it. Uh, as is our pleasure in life, one of us brings a canned beverage to tip back. And while we swish and gargle, we will attempt to present you with entertaining perspective on each of life's riddles. Later in the show, we'll review and rate this canned beverage and let you know if you should try it while attending your next high school reunion after party. Ooh, the after party. Best part. Uh, Yes, and that is a nod to a a show that uh, my wife and I are currently watching, and it is way better than expected. I do. uh, It's on Apple TV Plus, and it is really good. So... Uh, with all due uh, respect here to uh, the third member of our show, The Can, it's time for the entrance music of that. So uh, let's get to it. Cool. Washing machine's still broken, so I thought I'd use the uh, microwave. Nuke them up, you know. Heats them up pretty good, too. You know, it kills the germs and the odors that they cause. You know where that one's from? No, but I feel like there's got to be a story behind it. (laughs) It will relate to something that we do talk about, uh, but that one is from the great movie Uncle Buck. Ooh, it's a good movie. Yes. All right. uh, So this can is brought to you by good friends of ours and a uh, past um, member of the show or a guest of the show, uh, Sasha and Megan. Um, they brought this over on New Year's Eve. It has been a while. Wow. Um, right. And uh, really getting to stuff fit fast. It in the is. Backlog, aren't I we? pushed, I put it in the queue. Uh, and then as we were doing various cans, uh, things got moved around. I'm like, I really want to get to this. And now is the time. Uh, so this is brought to you by Brick River Cider Company. It is a homestead peach cloudy apple and peach hard cider uh so we've had a, a a cider or two before i think um and the, this is going to hopefully better those ciders because i don't feel like we've uh enjoyed the cider you know i got a feeling it's gonna be different is this one's not not from concentrate it says clearly <laughs> and it's also gluten-free it says clearly on the can not from concentrate now it says made from Midwestern apples, so yeah. I'm not sure about that because I think all the best apples come from Washington, right up in the uh. northwest. Okay, maybe. While you read the can there, sorry. Um, no, that's Get, good. Getting back uh, to it. it. It's crafted in St. Louis, so it is uh, crazy local. Um, so we'll give a shout out to that <laughs> Big River Cider Company. Five percent alcohol. Five percent and it, a big can. It is a big can. It's sixteen of the fluid ounces. Oh, the fluid kind. Oh man, there was a great uh, thread on Reddit uh, not that long ago, and I think that was serious. And it said, uh, "I just moved away from Florida, and I still see that everyone uses uh, uh, Florida ounces." 
um, <laughs> why is that the case? And uh, man, a couple of the responses were just golden of, are you serious? The FL is not for Florida. It's for full. <laughs> Fluid. It's Fluid. for full. Yeah. Look at me. I'm yeah. with the guy. You, you and the Florida people are objective. <laughs> right. Yeah, full ounces. Uh, but that was a good one. Um, yeah, that's great. Florida ounces. I'm going right. to start using that. So uh, Homestead Peach. Um, I love uh, peach. Um, so Do you? Yeah. Uh, what is that? Um, oh, well, we'll, uh, we'll get into it here. And as we try this can, we will uh, come back and let you know how it tastes. So looking forward to it. All right. Um, so since last we spoke, lots of stuff in the real world has been happening. Uh, first thing I wanted to do was just uh, give a, a, a quick shout out here. Um, I wanted to mention we, we had a family wedding here uh, that we were able to attend. Fun wedding? Oh, very fun. Nice. Uh, um, it was great because I personally have not been to a larger family event um, for a lot of the COVID time. Uh, so this was one of my wife's cousin's weddings. Um, and we got to see a lot of family members that, uh, you know, we haven't seen since COVID was a thing, or at least I haven't. I know she uh, got to attend a, a, another event here, um, a little while back where she saw some, but, um, it was just really good to, to see some family again and, and just talk and, um, get caught up. Yeah. It's a blast. Yeah. A good wedding is, is, is a joyous thing. I love it. Yeah. Um, so congrats to, uh, Alex and Katie. They were the, uh, newlyweds, um, that we went, uh, to their wedding. Uh, a couple other just real quick uh, things. Thanks, Jared, for uh, letting me know you're a loyal listener. And Jared. Yeah. Nice. Listens to uh, every one of the episodes and cool. uh, hopefully gets a kick out of it. So thanks, Jared, for listening and passing the word along. Thanks to Jared's wife, Heather, for helping cut and sling wedding cake um, because uh, my wife made the cake. Um, and as she does, yes, and uh, delivered that. And then, um, as uh, dinner was finishing and uh, the dancing was commencing, uh, we went over and started uh, cutting that up. And uh, Heather jumped in and started helping out with that to get it out to the guests. So helpful, Heather. Thanks, Justin, for continuing to try some of the cans that we have featured on the show that I push on you because uh, he wasn't really listening to many of the episodes. Uh, actually, I don't think he was listening at all, but I kept giving him... But he's a loser. <laughs> yes. And you're still giving him free stuff? I was giving him cans and going, well, okay, you have to try this. And every can he, he very much enjoyed that I said we rated highly. And then uh, he said, I'm going to start listening to the show. So if you're listening, thank you, Justin. Yeah, and we're not doing this for our benefit. We're doing this for you. Exactly. People like you, Justin. We are here for you. We we fall on the, the bad cans, too, oh, so that yeah. we don't give you those. Yeah, we have try. fallen on the sword many a time <laughs> for you listeners who don't have to go try these some of these things. That's right. If I made if I made you try sake in a can from yeah. one particular place that yeah, we tried, he hates you. That's what that means. Um, he wants you to burp something that's flammable. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you to Barry and Janice for hosting the after party at the Ooh. Pocahontas Comfort Inn and Suites Penthouse Suite. Do they sponsor us? Who? Jana Berry? Poca- well, Jana Berry should. They should. Yeah, for but sure. They don't. Uh, no. but, but Pocahontas? Uh, the city? Uh, sure. <laughs> it's a little small town in Illinois. They yeah. don't uh, sponsor us. They should. It's where Gretchen Wilson's Comfort from. Suites? They, they, they don't. don't either, but, but they, they should. should. All yes. right. Um, excellent uh, accommodations there. And uh, we had a lot of fun um, uh, getting, again, caught up with fin- friends and family. Uh, thanks to all the crew that were in there for all the stories and the laughs. Um, couldn't leave out Chelsea, Abby, and Brian nice. as well. I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. Uh, You're forgetting there. people. A couple of their kids. Um, and they, they were a blast too, to watch uh, as they were they <laughs> were eating Pirate's Booty. And uh, I was like, oh, where can I? Can I, I was going to try to snag one of those little bags. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I haven't had Pirate's Booty in forever. I, I don't even know what that is, but uh, it's just a. You had me at Booty. <laughs> right. Um, all right. It, it, it's, a, it's a little snack item in a bag. It's sort of like a chip, but it's puffed, I think. And um, so mm, okay. picture it as in the chip aisle, but not. I don't think they make large bags, but they're uh, little bags Pirate's of that. Booty. Yeah. Right. Write it down. Yep. Um, I, second I won't homework. give you homework, right? Because no, I won't do it. <laughs> if you happen to be in a gas station watching Defending Your Life and grab a grab yourself a snack. 
All right. Um, so wanted to uh, do that. Um, so I just have a myriad of a couple of different things, like I said, going on in real life. But also, I found some fun facts along. Like these are a couple of things that I've just been collecting and putting off to the side. They're not. They're not big enough for entire, you know, uh, conversations around. But things that I find fun. And okay. I like to throw so out. So hit there. me with some random. Um, life never gave us lemons to make lemonade. Lemons were a result of crossbreeding a bitter orange and a citron. And we, we made the best out of them. <laughs> which I well, feel maybe like, we did. So I feel like they were. You're right. But life didn't give it to us. Other people. Genetics. Genetic people. Yeah. Geneticists. Maybe. Yeah. Or people that didn't know they were geneticists Just, because I feel like lemons have been, around, been around for a for long a time. Yeah. Maybe before the official naming of the science. Uh, so they were uh, crossbreeding these things and uh, we're like, hey, you know what? We're missing is this yellow fruit Something that when turns you your suck mouth on it, yeah. right? you can't even feel your face. That's right. But this is going to be great in a lemon shandy beer. It's the same person that probably invented ghost peppers. And like, you know what we need? Something that's too hot to put in your mouth. Right. Something per- put in food purposely. <laughs> yeah. Something that we can uh, make our friends eat and yeah. laugh at them. Yeah. I think lemons and ghost <laughs> peppers are in the same category. Though. Okay. All right. So I'm going to smatter those around here and there. Um, that was oh, the first just one. randomly. All right, cool. Yeah. Good. Uh, the next thing I thought would be good was to give an update on the car and whether I it's purchased stolen? a stolen car or not. Is I it? wish I had more information to give, but I will say that the uh, title specialist um, and uh, GM, uh, general manager for the uh, car uh, place that we got the car th- from, have been in a lot of communication with us. And they have at this point assured us that they were able to successfully order a duplicate copy from the state or, or the originating state. And so that is in the proverbial mail. What was the originating <laughs> state? Uh, so I think it's Missouri. Okay. Um, and I, I, they just were like, okay, we were finally able to hunt down. And I guess they can't, as a first party, go to the state and get that. So they have to go to the owning party and work with them directly to make the request to get the copy. And uh, so that had to go through the levels of government bureaucracy. So that goes on the giant pain in the ass list. <laughs> right. You'd have to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm just, I'm not like, stolen. Hey. You think you actually own the title and you think it may be on the way to you now. Uh, right. Right. And every day uh, I, I wonder if today will be the day that it comes in the mail. Um, and I have a hard date uh, next week that if I haven't gotten it by, and then we'll continue the saga. And you're going to lose your mind on somebody? Uh, I don't know if I get to that level. Right. Um, What's that date? <laughs> you should have that date. Fourth of mind. July. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I mean, I, we, we have the car, and we are getting use out of it. Um, they it's have not, put. It's not legally licensed. Uh, it's not, but they did put. They came out and put their... Uh, License Dealers plates, on, plates it. on it. So that, right. So, because I said, here, you're either going to give us a loaner, um, you take the car back, put right. it on your lot, put I can't it drive, somewhere. I can't drive an illegal right. car. Right. So, you either put dealer plates on it or give me another car in the meantime. And it needs to be a Maserati. <laughs> yes. Convertible. Right. Uh, it's electric because gas prices are high. Right. <laughs> so, an electric convertible Maserati. They said, all right, we'll come out and put the dealer plates yeah, on you it. We have these two extra dealer plates we got laying <laughs> yes. around. Great. Uh, so, uh, more to come on that. Hopefully in the next couple episodes, uh, I'll be able to give you an update. Someone was asking for that and said, we should be providing that. I agree. I just wish it would have been the final update. That's kind of what I was waiting on. I'm like, I, I, this has to end at some point. The right? July 4th episode. I cannot wait <laughs> Right. when you lose your mind on somebody. Uh, so we'll get there. All right. So that's an update on that. Uh, another fun fact for you. Sure. Barcode readers use the white space between the bars. They don't actually scan the black bars. I had no idea. Is your mind blown? Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) Are you telling me QR readers also just read the white space and not all the weird cubes? I don't have that information, but my guess would be yes. Huh. Based on that technology, if they're sharing technology. Same kind of thing. They just moved on to different patterns. Right. They're like, instead of doing these vertical stripes, which we've probably used up a good majority uh, of the white space between them. Now we got to move on to these squares and random little bitty uh, dots in there. Huh. All right. And if you started seeing these crazy QR codes that have like... uh, Yeah, they have patterns and stuff. Yeah, like pictures and words. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not into that business, so... 
Uh, I'm curious, is do you have to register? Like, can you yes. make the, okay. You have to register your QR codes. So I had a registered QR code before QR. So QR codes kind of got big. Like they started kind of like Bitcoin. So QR codes were Bitcoin. For a hot minute, when they first came out, people were like, everything's going to move to QR codes. And then all of a sudden they died. And then all of a sudden now they're coming back again. I feel like, and I had them, I had a QR code for something I did at work and I had it put on a shirt so you could walk by and scan my shirt <laughs> nice, and, and actually get to the a website that we created. Um, and then people were like, nobody wants to do that. You had to, you had to download right. your own QR app, right? But now you can just do it with your phone, right. like with your camera, your camera, right? So any camera scans a QR code and figures it out. Um, so but before you had to have a QR scanner code app. So apparently that's the, the, the technology evolution that needed to happen for QR skip big. Um, but yeah, so I have this stupid shirt with a QR code <laughs> that I registered and I just got sick of paying for it after two or three years. And I'm like, cancel that. Okay. So now it so doesn't you had work. To pay for your yeah. Own. I had to pay for it. Okay. Mine. So in, on the shirt, does it say I got my own QR code and all I got was a stupid shirt? It should now <laughs> we should have to send them back. Yeah. It was, a, um, it was a good idea at the time. And there are really good use cases for QR codes now that I'm finding, like uh, with your smart home accessories, yeah. to add them onto your network and get them working. Like most of them have QR codes on yeah, them. It's it's super cool. And it's just scan it. It's like, okay, I'm ready. I'll get on your network and yep. go. Um, uniqueness, yeah. right? It's just scanning for uniqueness. And, and I see them all the time. I see like watching the Today Show or something like, oh, if you want to shop for these items that we've just shown you, scan the QR code on your screen. QR codes are everywhere. They're on like all of the menus yeah. for, during COVID time. People stop handing out menus at restaurants and they're like, just scan this QR code. Right. It brings you to our menu. Yeah, that was Perfect a really use. good use of that, right? Yeah. Where it was like, we don't want to touch menus, like real high COVID times yeah, when yeah. restaurants were trying to make it. That was a really good use but of I that. I didn't realize that barcodes were a white space specific, not not black line specific. I always thought it was the black line, the thickness right. of the black line. Yeah, but that huh. determines the thickness of the white space. Uh, agree. I just, <laughs> right. You just make certain assumptions not, because yeah, that's the predominant the thing that's color. There, right. Not the thing that's not there. Right. And it's scanning the thing that's not there. Yes. Wrap your head around that. I can't. <laughs> All right. Um, next item here, my washer and dryer. So I got a couple questions for you. So my washer started to go out. I heard it. Probably about six months ago. And uh, it started with a very loud noise that would occur during the spin cycle. I heard it about two months ago. <laughs> and I thought an airplane was landing on your Yes, house. it is extremely loud. It, it was it was ridiculously loud. Like it should not have a, a, a device that's only four foot high and two, three foot wide shouldn't make a noise that loud. <laughs> right. It was ridiculous. So I have a couple questions for you because I'm curious about your relationship with your appliances. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so number one, given you heard that. Yeah. Um, also, I do want to point out, I called for service, right? So I called a service person. Number one, would you call, do you, do you call for service on appliances if they're having an issue or do you tend to go straight to, we're going to need a new appliance to replace it? Um, so I have a, 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 a refrigerator. <laughs> you can say refrigerator. It's Sorry. okay. You're Irish. Yeah. Uh, so we have a, a refrigerator, that, refrigerator that needs to have service, and we're going to call for that. It needs the ice maker fixed, whatever. Um, most of the time, though, I go, it's broke. We're going to go buy a new one. Because okay. stuff doesn't last like it used to last. Like refrigerators used to last 20 years. I've got a refrigerator in my refrigerator in my nah, now I'm catching myself. Um, I have a refrigerator in my garage, which is in a horrible place, right? It gets super cold in the winter, super hot right. in the summer, and it's still working and it's probably I don't know, 35 years old or 40 years old. It's old, right? Like it just it's yeah. just built different than they are now. So they don't last that long. So, so it's interesting to say cuz I I keep I hear that mantra now more is that appliances aren't built like they were back in the day. Appliances right? were built to last like somewhere between 15 and 20 years. Okay. Like they used to be. Now they're built to last seven to eight, seven to 10 years, right? Like that range, if you get 10 years out of a washer and dryer, you're doing great. But you, now is that without any servicing? Because I feel like if you service something, you could service something until 
in, until into oblivion. If you're willing to spend the money on sure. the service Sure, if you're call. willing to like replace the condenser and replace a motor and replace all that. Yeah, and play, replace all the internal parts over the course of 10 years, you probably have almost have a brand new refrigerator. And like the insulation part's right. not going to like Right. The metal outside of a washing machine is never going to go bad unless it rusts and it's in right. like a corrosive environment. But the inside, if you have to replace the drum and the motor and the and all the bearings and all that stuff, I mean, you're just buying a new washing machine. <laughs> so I also and have you're paying a, for a guy to come out and install it, which true. is going to cost you more in the end anyway, right? Potentially. So I guess it's a matter of some of the mathematics. But I tend to not want to uh, purchase new appliances every five to ten years. I want to purchase a high quality appliance, right? right? I'm a firm believer in you get what you pay for. So I'm going to buy something that's not uh, on the cheap end. I'm not also probably going to, I'm not going to buy the absolute Cadillac of appliances, but I'm going to buy something that I think is going to last. My refrigerator uh, has, is almost 20 years old. um, And it was made in the 2000s. So it was right at 2000, 2001 when I bought it. Yeah. Uh, But I've had probably five service calls on it. Um, to replace various little pe- like little things here and there, not a condenser because I think that's a game changer <laughs> that cost. Um, and so my washer and dryer I brought I bought in early 2007. So that's almost 14 years old. Yeah, you got your or life 15 out of years it. old. Replace yeah. it. Um, so I I think I've hit a good mark on that. Yeah, but I still called the service guy. The guy came out. He looks at it, listens to it, and says, "All right, that's." Completely new. All the bearings on your washer, where it spins, uh, it's bad bearings. So you're going to need a new, a completely new bearing set, and we'll replace the drum, and that's going to cost upwards of uh, three thousand dollars. And you should just buy a new washing machine. And I said, "All right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a second opinion." <laughs> <laughs> so I called a second service guy out because I don't want to buy a new washing machine. And uh, how much did like? each one of these service calls cost you? I don't know, fifty bucks. Uh, so and, you're into this a hundred dollars. Yeah, but that's that's all right. Just for someone I mean, to tell you that you needed to go buy. But in my head, I'm like, you know, how much is a new washer and dryer? Because I'm probably gonna, I'm not gonna just replace the washer because the washer is, is that old. It seems to me that I should probably do them at the same time because given the lifespan. You know, I don't want to replace just the washing machine and then, you know, three months from now, five months from now, the wa- the dryer, and then I don't get a package deal because a lot of these things I got, I did get a package deal for the two. It was okay. like 500 bucks off when you get both of them. Okay. So I got a second opinion. Guy comes out, looks at it, says the exact same thing. And this, these are reputable people I uh, have used before. And, uh, and so I said, all right, I'm, I'm going to buy a new washer and dryer. So I'm pulling the trigger on that. Um, but I wanted to see how, how long you expected things to last nowadays. If you're willing to do service as opposed to saying, oh, my, this some, is, is broke. Some service, yes. I, I'm willing to do it. Although I also am very cognizant of how long I've had something and go, ah, we've had this long enough. I got my money's worth. It's worth me just going, let's go buy a new set. It'll last us another 15 years. I don't have to worry about having a service guy come out and tell me, Oh, it's it's three quarters of the price of a brand new one. Well, then I'm just gonna buy a brand new one. If you're gonna charge me three quarters of the price of a brand new one, I don't want my used one to, right. to hobble along. We did this with air conditioners for a while. We're like, yeah. can you make this air conditioner hobble along for <laughs> right. another five years? And they're like, because that's uh, a huge expense to replace. No, I mean it's the same as a washer dryer. Well, so. but typically when you get a new washer, your furnace is also probably aging. You do the whole combo. Well, but you get an air conditioner furnace combo. Right. That's what I'm saying. You said washer. I'm like I don't ever replace my furnace right. with my washer. You want your washer machine, washing machine, washing machine to, to be, cool your house. Yes. You you and hook to, to that run your up furnace. to your furnace. <laughs> okay. Now which, that we're all clear. Which actually you also hook your dryer into your furnace because that's what actually dries it. As you should. All right, so my last bit of information on this is, seeing as it's been 15 years since I've gotten one, apparently these new washer and dryers, we've talked about unneeded technology. Yeah. Or technology so that doesn't seem to be needed. So many buttons and stuff. Well, apparently the new ones I've purchased now have Wi-Fi enabled. It will connect to my network, and so, uh, <laughs> it's it's a smart device. Which will tell you when the laundry's done? Yeah, it, not only will it tell me when the laundry is done, but theoretically, if I was away from my house and I had a, a laundry waiting to be done and I forgot to hit the start button, I could start it from you know afar. So, 
I would normally say that's hella stupid. Um, <laughs> however, my wife sets alarms for when the dryer is going to be done. So yeah. she, because our washing washer and dryer are upstairs in our bedroom. Um, and our master bath has a washer dryer in it. So um, we don't hear it when it buzzes. Mm -hmm. So she sets all these timers on her phone and they go off at random times. We're like, what's that for? And she's right. like, uh, I think it's the dryer. Right. And so she'll go back up and check the dryer. Um, so that actually sounds pretty handy. Yeah. I hate to admit that. <laughs> I agree. Cause I do the same thing. I set a, a timer um, to know when so my... it just takes a step out. It's basically yeah. just, yeah, it'll send me a me notification. Tell me when you're done. Right. So hopefully I won't just ignore that as another notification. Although you could just say, if there's a button that says, just fold this stuff and put it away. Right. I would take that option in a heartbeat. Yeah, I would take that as well. Uh, unfortunately, that's uh, the worst not part. on the model that I am able to purchase. Well, so that's probably uh, available at, at some price point. I just don't have the money to afford yeah, it. It's not, not the price point you're looking at. Got it. No. All right. Um, so I think I've covered that one. Uh, you want another fun fact? Sure. This one I want you to ponder on and tell me what your thoughts are. I'm going to answer immediately and not think about it a bit. You Go. can't imagine a new color. You're correct. <laughs> not only can I not, I don't even want to. Because choice is the enemy of happiness. And if you tell me uh -huh. I have to like think about making another choice of like what co two colors to blend, I couldn't care less. I can deal with the colors I have now. In fact, the colors we have now are too many. I need fewer colors. <laughs> you need right because I believe all the blends of the current colors we know. I'm talking about a brand new color. Yeah, no, I have no idea. Well, of course, right? Because you can't imagine. It, yeah, it, you're not. It kidding. doesn't exist. I, I cannot. And, <laughs> does that blow your mind at all? That no. You, you're like, oh, I would like to try to think of a new color, can't. but you can't. You can't do it. No. Because you, you would be thinking of other colors. I can't think of a new number either, though. <laughs> Here's a number no one's thought of. Uh, negative pi squared. No, people have thought of that. Uh, probably, yes. I don't even know if that's a logical that's not number a thing. or not. Right. Our mathematician audience oh. is screaming at us. Or me. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's can <laughs> conversation. Can convo at gmail.com. All right. So the next thing I want to talk about is I... I got a lot of stuff actually going on. It seems to be in the works. I'm trying to juggle a lot with this car, and then uh, the washer and dryer went out. Sure. All in the in the meantime, um, it's uh, now spring, so spring has sprung, and uh, it's starting to be grilling season. So I Yay. want. So my speaking of things that went out, my grill uh, bonked last year, um, early in the year. And uh, something happened to it. I had a gas grill for the convenience aspect. I know there's probably, we could go on about gas versus uh, yeah. uh, charcoal versus others. And, but we had a gas grill for convenience. It was quick to, to fire up and get ready. Yep. But, uh, and we'd had that one for about five or six years now. Um, and then weather conditions, I was okay with that. Uh, it could have lasted longer. Something happened. A fire erupted inside the grill. I don't know if it was too much grease. Valve somewhere? Something. It, it shot up. The temperature shot up way past whatever the thermometer could read, which I think is 500 degrees. And it completely torched the inside and the, all the paint uh, bubbled and started peeling. So as we were using it, paint chips were falling into it's the probably food. not good to eat that. <laughs> right. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I probably shouldn't feed the kids paint. Uh, so I'm sure it's not lead based. You bought it in the last five yeah, years. So it's yeah, fine. Exactly. It's uh, it's it adds flavor, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, I was like, all right, well, I could probably try to buy a new lid. <laughs> I started uh, yeah. to look down that alley no. and i was like all right that's not cost doesn't make sense cost wise so i'm gonna get a new grill so uh i went and i purchased a traeger grill good grills uh which is a wood pellet grill because i feel like it's the best of both worlds um in that it's very f uh, nice it's like it's quick that the wood pellets ignite pretty quick uh gets up to temperature very quick as where charcoal takes longer but it, you get the actual taste of the smoke of wood as opposed to the actual taste of gasoline not gasoline but <laughs> um you know propane right so yeah if you've been cooking with gasoline 
your kids have been eating way worse <laughs> right. stuff than paint chips. Well, I, you know, I bet old school, though, you know, before that newfangled lighter fluid, people were pouring gasoline sure. on their charcoal briquettes yeah. in order to get them lit up. So uh, there was some gasoline involved. I bet you people still do that instead of uh, paying for the, the lighter fluid. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe not with current prices. No. Uh, when yeah, gas no. is low, yeah. uh, you'll probably buy it's, that. It's, people may be putting lighter fluid in their gas tank. <laughs> Right. Will this work? I mean, it, it goes both ways, right. right? All right. So the reason I'm telling you, so you bought a Traeger, which right. are good grills. Everybody so, knows about them. They're do- they're dope. They're yeah, awesome. it's a it's a it's like well a community brand. to jump into. Yeah. And, and there are a couple of wood pellet grills out there, but I decided to go with the one that's like everywhere. Right? Yeah. Everybody and, talks about them and known for apparently customer service, which I was hoping not to use. But uh, when I got it home, unboxed this thing. It's uh, amazingly boxed. It, it's, it, it's a very conveniently stored in this thing. Um, and then, so I put it together. It doesn't work. Uh, and I like, you know, and putting together a grill is not the most fun thing. Yeah, so, it. right. But so you're looking ahead, you're like, once I get this done, I can fire this awesome. thing up and I yep. can put on some meats and whatever I want. Corn on the cob, some meats, huh? aspergrass, uh, put it in there. Mm, aspergrass. And, uh, and, and, enjoy the fruits of my labor yeah well i was not enjoying the fruits of my labor because it did not work did not work and i experienced and triggers then, aren't cheap they're, they're no. pretty decent price yeah like, you get what you pay for again get what you pay for so i'm gonna so you got yourself a broken ass <laughs> right so i was not ha- i'm like oh my gosh and this is not something like you can box up and take back to the the place that you bought it i mean this is right i mean you'd uh, yeah just bad. imagine that right so I called Traeger the next morning because this was into the evening. Mm-hmm. And this was a Saturday morning. Called him on a Saturday. Uh, I will just say, I will preface this, was this, this was the best customer experience I've ever had. And I'm not and they don't sponsored sponsor by us, Traeger. Right? But they should. So they should, Yeah. Um, especially for this story. But uh, best customer service I've ever had. Like, there was a gentleman that answered the phone. He was what was his name? Uh, Sean. Just for the record, that's how you know you had good customer <laughs> right. service. I knew his name. His name. Yeah, Sean or answered the name. phone. Yeah. Um, was super bright and peppy. He's like, "What was the first thing <laughs> you were going to put on there? What was the first thing we were going to cook?" And then you know, I tell him, he's like, "We're going to get that on there. We're going to get it to where you can cook that." He and, crushed it. Yeah, and uh, we ended he was up on your side the whole time. Yeah, and said, "This is this is you know we're going to take care of you. We're not going to let you have this bad grill. We're going to make it easy on you." And uh, so he fi- he sends me a link via text message, and I fire up this link, and all of a sudden I'm on a video conference with him, and he has me on my phone showing him the grill, and he's taking notes. He's like, oh, yep, I can see where that's wrong, that's wrong. Here, try to pull that out, see if that just, uh, oh, that's wrong. The, um, and it was the box, the wood pellet box had been damaged um, okay. in, in either transit or fell off a truck, whatever. And I get that you can't have 100%. It's going to happen. Yeah. That's why you have customer service is because, right. you know, I'm sure it's like a 95% gets to a customer a hundred percent. Okay. Right. But right. The other 5% is right. something's wrong. Something's wrong. And, um, so he was just, he, you know, he, super nice. He's like, let me just document this out. I can see where the issue is and just having that. And he can save that video and see it and interact with it while I'm at my house. That was just amazing to me. Like that's perfect. (laughs) Right. Right. Like you're not having to trust me. You can see it with your own eyes. This thing's not working. It's jacked up. Exactly. And and you're also admitting how jacked up it is. Well, I don't have to prove it. You're just going, I see it. It's broken. That's not good. Yeah. He was pointing out things I didn't even notice, but he could see over a 2d phone screen conversation and uh it's impressive yeah so the punchline is he's like yeah well i wish i could get you up tonight or today to have you using the grill this weekend but i'm gonna do you one better because i think you you need an entirely new grill i'm sending you a new grill uh so he sent out a brand new grill um and uh, he's like we're gonna pick up the old one don't even try to box it don't take anything apart don't even touch it just put it in your garage when the guy shows up open your garage we'll take it and then shut the garage nice yeah, that's even better, <laughs> right? Because now you've futzed around with this thing for hours trying to like get it to work. I'm yeah. guessing, right? Yeah. Like putting it together. Yeah. Now, the last thing we do is go take it all apart, unscrew everything, right? So their it. truck pulled up, and this thing uh, was even more battened down on a pallet, and it just uh, put pulled it out, put it together, and works like a charm. Everything is smoking. 
uh, that's literally, a pun. yeah, <laughs> it literally is. Home. So you love it? Oh yeah. Um, seasoned it you, up. Do you give me like credit or something, or do you give you like um, twenty he, bucks back? Or? He, he said he's going to send me a. No, he didn't really give me any of that. He said he was going to send me a free hat. And do uh, you have a hat? Not yet. Well, but the, that uh, he. They will be we'll sponsored see. by Traeger. Right. Then I'll wear that uh, proudly and around like, yeah. hey, look at, I got I'm this Traeger. I'm neat the Traeger, Traeger family. I don't actually have a grill, but I just got this hat. <laughs> it's got a QR code on it. Yeah, um, you scan, so it. scan it. You buy yourself one. Um, so if enough people scan that code, apparently I get another grill. Perfect. Uh, so here is then one last piece of technology. Should this technology exist? So my grill is on my Wi-Fi. So, <laughs> so this, it's a smart grill. So um, it connects to your wireless router, right? And then uh, you have an app on your phone. Of course it is. And so you just put the pellets in the side, right? And then uh, you go on your phone, you can set a temperature, then hit, you know, go. Um, and it ignites. It, it starts, it tells you the temperature at all times on your phone. Uh, you can plug a probe into uh, the meat and into it. Uh, into the little side, and then it tells you the meat. Uh, it's amazing. So the, my question, I guess, is: Does it work without technology? So can, yes. is there a temperature gauge on it? Yes. So I'm okay with technology as a as a bonus feature, and not a it only works with this. Like if you tell me I can only get the temperature if I'm looking at my phone, I'd be ticked. No, it it, it okay. on it. Now I will say you have you have to plug it in, uh, but I think that goes for all wood pellet. Oh um, yeah, because it's got because a, it's got it has a little an corkscrew thing, yeah. right? That that yeah, does that make sense? It's, okay, it's electric, but so you have to have electricity in order for it to work. Yeah. But it you can control it just on the okay uh, grill itself. But I'm good with that. But it has the added feature of jumping on your Wi-Fi, and so now the government can tell so, what I'm eating for dinner. And now your network has twenty thousand connected devices because everything's connected. Which I'm up to thirty five, I think. Thirty you have thirty five connected devices to your Wi Fi. Yes. And, and I purposely don't connect to your Wi Fi when I come over. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, but I did recently upgrade to fiber, so I, yeah, think you I can could, handle you it. You could hold it. <laughs> yes. But I was amazed at how many uh, devices when I get on there, I'm like, oh, okay, I got, but I, I like smart devices. I like technology. You know me. I, you do. You have a lot of smart devices. Yes. And if you have, ever have to replace that fridge refrigerator of yours, uh, you will be. I guarantee it. You, it has like That'll a, be on my Wi-Fi. It has a Bose sound system, and like you can take <laughs> pictures of what's inside your refrigerator now. So anyway, yeah, it'll be on there too. All right. So great customer service. If anybody is out there in customer service, take notes. That was a great experience. Um, hopefully your company is as good uh, as that one was because now that is the bar. If you're looking for a good grill, get a Traeger. Yeah. And then know that you'll be supported if it breaks or something bad happens, you've got somebody to call. Cause yeah. that's also nice to have like somebody on your side when you're like, I can't figure this crap out. But I also, they have a big community around Traeger, right? Like there's people right. who will teach you how to cook and smoke. Yeah. The guy did say too, right? He goes, don't just call me if something breaks. He's like, if you're having problems with chicken and you don't know how, like, like that how to cook a it. Genius. Right. I'll, t I'll help like you. The genius bar at Apple. And he says, we help 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 360. You can call Sean. So if you're having problems <laughs> at four in the morning, cooking, smoking a chicken, they will answer, they the will phone. answer the phone and try to help you smoke your chicken. Yeah, because you might be in another country in another time zone. And they can log in probably through your Wi-Fi and see the chicken inside your grill. Probably. Yeah. That's awesome. Show me, show me the char on the yeah. chicken. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So you want to hear my last fun fact? Yep. Wrap your brain around this one. George Washington was not aware dinosaurs existed. The first fossils were not discovered until after his death. Oh, I didn't know. Is that That's a bit a of a one. mind blow? Yeah. <laughs> Man, would he have been excited about that? I think so. <laughs> yeah. You're, what? You're telling dinosaur? What? Yeah. <laughs> You were talking about mind blows. George Washington find out that dinosaurs existed. Right he at the end, right? Yeah, right at the end. That would have been great. Everything I ever knew about right. prehistoric times. No, there were giant dinosaurs that were on the earth. That's awesome. All right. All right. So Let's get are into you ready can. to do a little bit of I've been homestead peach? Yeah. This is delicious. 
I couldn't agree more. Right. I love this. Uh, as a, I'm so thankful, Sash and Megan, uh, yeah. for this. I love uh, listener recommendations or yeah. even guest host recommendations. Right. This is I, technically, I think this is a listener recommendation because it's it's Megan's recommendation, right? Uh, that's a good. You're right. I believe so because I believe she brought it. Uh, so I'm giving her credit for this. Yeah. As a listener, and kudos Thank you, to you, Megan. Oh, that button didn't work. Why don't you hit the this right? technology? Oh, Too many things on my network. Yeah, <laughs> it's clogging. You and your 36 things on your network. I hit that button and my grill started up. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, now we're smoking a chicken out back. So what? Are, <laughs> what are you going to rate this thing? Oh man, I I am. I know I'm a solid four. I'm going to go solid four. I don't think it's to the level of a five. It's, it's not Kringle cream, right? It's it's uh it's it's good. It's really good. But it's not uh, all star good, um, but it's but it's really good. I got to give it its its due. Yeah, it's uh, solid. I'm giving this a solid four. I'm a hundred percent with you. It's if, a four. If I yeah, this is uh, in the it's summertime. A, it's a great drink. Yeah, I'm gonna have these in this some more of these in the summer. I'm not a huge cider fan. I'm not right. a huge gluten free fan. I'm not a huge peach fan. Um, I, I like peach. It's fine. Um, but honestly, sixteen ounces of this isn't enough. So. That yeah. tells me I like it. This is going to be in heavy rotation this summer. This the it's the Corona Fresca Moss will be in there as a refreshing. Uh, this is going to be in there. I'll be honest. I would pick this over Corona Fresca Moss because it's a twenty four ounce versus a. I like I like this at sixteen. I like I could get into these at sixteen. <laughs> That's ounces the Moss though, man. That's the, the Moss. I'll be honest with you. In Florida weather, it took me a while to get through. Um, oh. Like it was, it got warm. Really? Well, it's hot there, um, and okay. I, didn't, I didn't predict that. And our, our, the <laughs> koozies that we have for this show only cover the bottom half of a 24-ouncer. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to have to come out with the uh, big boy well, koozies. Yeah, we need big boy koozies because um, Fresca Moss is a big boy can. But this is delightful. Yeah, it's a, it's a four really from, good. It's a four for me all day long. Awesome. All right. So two fours and solid fours. That's good. Yeah. So nice work, Megan. Yeah, thanks for bringing me back on a cider because, uh, the other, like I mentioned, the other ciders that we had weren't – nearly this good so i was kind of down on on ciders and if i saw cider i'd be like eh, should i so this is bringing me back nice all right go midwestern apples too right um <laughs> all right so can i change the pace a little sure why not um it's your world steve we're just living in it that's true um so conversation i've had recently um brought me to this topic and you and i have actually had some sidebar conversations about uh, monkey brain, lizard brain um, kind of stuff. But so I want to get your take on air because I don't think we've had a really deep conversation about monkey brain, lizard brain, mammal brain um, on a podcast. Yet. Okay. And what is um, what I, what I think triggered this for me is um, I was having a conversation with a, another parent, pure parents of ours, um, that, you know, they've got kids that are all the same age. You have kids that are my, my kid's age. Um, there's a small circle. I've got a, my, my sister has a kid that's same age as my youngest. Right. And so we all have kids that are that 18 year old, you know, 15 to 21, whatever that is. Um, we're all, we were all commiserating about, um, our oldest, um, our oldest child and what, you know, what, what traumas have you gone through with your oldest child? And like everybody's oldest kid was having, giving them like troubles at the same time. My oldest child, if she's listening, which she doesn't. So it's all good. <laughs> um, but if she, she's on the, she's on a good path and I love where she's at right now, but you know, gone through some rough stuff, right. And, sure, sure. And caused us angst. Um, but um, it, it was, it was a conversation or a thought process around um, everybody's, oldest child is pushing that boundary first for you like as as like as a parent but then you're also like they're all having the same issue they just all act react to it differently based on what part of their brain they're using or what part of their brain they use most like uh, is is what it kind of boiled down to me is that um it's it's their first level of emotion that is their direct response to something so where one kid one oldest kid gets angry about something one oldest kid retracts and becomes a recluse or, or becomes defensive and, and kind of pulls back where one other oldest kid um, becomes arrogant or becomes like uh, almost emboldened. Like you, you, you can't tell me what to do kind of thing. Whereas a, a, another would, would 
would handle that with some sarcasm and kind of like blow it off and be, you know, passive about it or whatever, like kind of like, you know, make fun of it. And so everybody's it's all the same situation that we deal with as parents going, I can't believe you did this. And, the, and every, every single oldest kid has a different coping mechanism or reaction to it. And I was going, Oh, well, that's kind of that whole lizard brain, monkey brain, mammal brain kind of thing of where are they at in life? And, and to, to kind of gauge what their reaction is, is are they, and, and for those of you who don't know, um, I had a guy at work who introduced me to um, lizard brain. If, if you don't know, there's th- kind of three theoretical parts of the brain. Um, so lizard brain, mammal brain, and monkey brain. Um, <laughs> and so, <laughs> right? And so you're familiar with this, right? Uh, I'm familiar with the concept of, I when I use the term lizard brain, mm-hmm. it is the things that I do that I cannot control. Um, I don't know if that's, true or not but they they manifest i'll give you an example uh real quick uh when my wife drives uh (laughs) and i'm in the passenger seat it's a great example she really hates um when something happens and i grab onto parts of the car uh and brace for impact kind of thing and uh she'll you know she gets because she takes it as a personal affront to her driving ability. And uh, she goes, I was nowhere near them. And I go, I'm sorry, but my lizard brain made me grab onto things. I could not control myself trying to brace for impact. That is, it is in no way a reflection on how I think you are as a driver. That just happened. Yeah, that is 100% <laughs> the, the best example of a lizard brain. And so lizard brain basically is... Um, your brainstem, uh, your celebra- c- oh, cerebellum, Cele- you cerebric, nope, cerebellum, <laughs> your brainstem, it's, it's in that, that section of your brain and it controls, um, safety and avoiding harm. That's okay. what it does. Right. So it, all it does is your, your, your lizard brain is your reptilian brain is, is basically there to say fight or flight. Right. That's your whole reflex is going, I need to get out of this or something bad's happening. I'm trying to protect him. It, it's the thing that protects yourself. It's your actions. Right. So, um, if I said monkey brain, what would you think that is? That, I don't know. Uh, maybe playful. Um, you know, like when you, when we go to the zoo and we go to the uh, when we go watch the monkeys, I, you know, you always want to see them jumping around, having a good yeah. time, um, playing with each other, and th- and that kind of thing. So, I don't know, maybe that's pretty uh, close. Is it okay? Yeah. So, so your monkey brain is actually um, connection and attachments to others. Um, so it's 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 again, I didn't go in order. I should have. Um, but. When you think of um, your lizard brain just protects you. Right. There's a mammal brain and there's a monkey brain. Your monkey brain is your highest level, right? That's the, I need social interaction. I need to deal with other people. Okay. I care about how people think about me. I want to interact well in a social group and I, and I react based on that social group. So when you think of, um, I need to feel love, that comes from your monkey brain. When you think of, um, when, when, you, when you feel heartache, that comes from your monkey brain. Your monkey brain going, somebody's rejecting me. I need to feel like I'm a part of a group. Oh, okay. So the middle one, um, and so that comes from, so so the monkey brain part comes from your cortex, um, upper parts of your brain. Uh, the middle part of your brain, or the cerebral cortex region, right, area, is your mammal brain. And that mammal brain is, um, so where you feel emotions, learning, and memory, um, it's also really the main part of it is rewards and motivation. So the, I need to feel satisfaction or a reward. Um, so when you feel like, um, so I, I guess the, the best way to describe this is um, when your need is met, you feel content. And when your need is not met, you experience frustration. Okay. So when you're a, a monkey brain in monkey brain, when you, when your need is met, you feel love when your need is not met, you experience heartache. So mammals, the mammal brain, that middle brain, monkeys being mammals as well, but they're evolved mammals okay. to have social grouping and, and hierarchy and and social acceptance. So, um, so lizards being when your need is met, you feel at peace. When your need is not met, you feel fear. Okay. Makes sense? Yeah. So uh, for some reason, it triggered... Um, in these conversations around what parts of my, the brain our oldest children are using at any given time. And you're like, Oh, like 
it's I'm getting this kind of response because they're like completely lizard braining on me. They're like, ah, I'm I'm in I need I'm I'm in fear of something. So like I, I panic or I, I I'm I'm in trouble or I'm I feel like I'm gonna be hurt, so I panic about something. Right. And you get that kind of response. Versus okay. or the social media piece of things, um, which we've talked about before is there's a lot of monkey brain going on in social media, like needing to feel part of a group and needing to like feeling left out or I don't have enough friends or I don't, I, I don't fit in here or I'm not, I don't like have anybody to go out with. And that kind of stuff is very monkey brain stuff, right? Those are monkey brain issues that you're dealing with. Um, so with that said, um, I, I, now I'm starting to diagnose my, my kids as monkey or <laughs> monkeys and lizards. Um, <laughs> diagnosis makes it sound like it's something. Yeah. An affliction. It could be. No, but sure. it, it's, you use different parts of your brain at different times. And it, it's interesting to see, like you said, like I'm, you're driving the car with your wife and you're like, lizard brain out, man. I am grabbing the handle and I'm hitting the, the imaginary brake right. that's on the floor because I know we're going to, I'm like, I feel for my safety. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Those kind of, and that's when you started to talk about that, that's one. Of, that's the first thing I thought of because I've only really used in my vernacular or, or speaking of to say my lizard brain does things <laughs> that I can't control. And it doesn't mean that I think a certain way about you or, or anyone. Uh, but that was just one of the, I, I use it. Mo that's one of the more uh, uh, poignant times that I know that that happens when I'm not in control of something, be it a car uh, that's, you know, uh, other various things, but that, that one by is probably the biggest one, right? Someone else driving you, depending on now. Usually, you're, if you're driving with a complete stranger and you have no idea, then you're going to be probably more a little edgy, depending on how uh, lizard brainy you are. Uh, yeah. But I know my wife's a good driver, so most of the time that doesn't happen unless it's something that just is a, and it might be completely out of her control, right? It's some other car makes some bad move. I think it's wives in general. Right. When I have to drive with my wife, she's. I mean, she's wrecked the car a couple of times, but they're all stupid, like like <laughs> slow motion accidents, like right. not really her fault, like, completely her fault, like back into somebody in a parking lot mm. or, or run into the house because you you misguided, mis misjudged where the garage is, that kind of stuff, <laughs> like slow speed. Right. But okay. like going down the highway and I go, oh my God, you're way too close. Never had one. Of, she's <laughs> never had one of those accidents, but still I've got lizard brain going crazy going oh jesus we're all gonna die this is this is the day when <laughs> when, when we roll this car 12 times down the middle of right. the freeway yeah so that's the time i notice it the most now with kids you're making an excellent point because i think maybe it's just inherent to some of the way that we think about things you've put some really good labels on it uh so that you kind of know right like you you think through it to a, a to that level whereas there's definitely times where you know, when you're parenting, uh, that something gets, I call it that, you know, it gets heated, right. And it's to a certain point where there's a loss of control on their part. Right. Um, and, and it's mostly because they probably, they don't know how to handle a situation under the guidelines or the boundaries that you've set. Right. right. So, you know, you've kind of been like, here's how, where you should function, right. The, the space in these guide post and the and these boundaries are what's good right try to stay there and yeah. then something happens and yeah. or they are just wanting like you you've said before and we've we've talked about kids have a natural want and desire to uh jump out of the nest right i mean and and that's where we want them eventually right we want them out of, out of the nest but they got to have some practice in order to do that just one day they don't wake up and just suddenly have all the right resources and things to to be uh completely independent so how do they gain independence? Well, they push the boundaries on the things that they think that they can, right? Or, or test the waters, right? And go, I want this independence, but you're not willing to give it to me as a parent yet. Well, I'm going to try anyway, because <laughs> I'm going to need to get there. Well, if they start to push outside of those boundaries and you're like trying to say, no, 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 like then all of a sudden it can come to a head. And I think when anger boils over, anger takes you from probably mammal brain yeah into that, lizard area right where you it you know emotions become almost uncontrolled sometimes uh you know crying i think i've heard is uh is something only humans do <laughs> um you know from the perspective of uh anger and yeah. whatnot like so you get to a certain point where it's it's not uncommon right for a child to you know 
just bust out and start crying uncontrollably, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and they probably couldn't even really tell you why or, or, or even want to do it, right? They're like, I wish I could stop this, but I, I can't. Uh, and that's probably all of the function of, or moving between those pieces. Yeah, so I, I think where I was coming at it as... Did I miss it? No, you didn't. Um, <laughs> okay. So I think the uncontrollable crying hopefully stops at some age. Um, I God willing, it's less. It's, yeah, it lasts and less and less as they get older. But you know, that's there's still a point where that happens. Yeah, um, I my, married into a family of criers, just for the record, and I was from a family that doesn't cry. Maybe that should be a whole podcast of what do you do when you marry into a family that's very unlike <laughs> how you grew up, and they're like, we cry all the time. We cry at commercials. Like a commercial will come on, and they're yeah, like, they right. found a dog, and I'm, everybody's crying. I'm like, why is everyone crying? What happened? And they're like. We cry at commercials. Right. Like, what? They're like, yeah. we cry at every movie. I'm like, every movie we have to cry? I'm like, we don't do that. We don't do that where I'm from. But- some of it's just, you know, um, my, my daughter who uh, has surpassed the age of adulthood, like legally, right? So she's now a young kick adult. Kick her ass out. I but, mean, uh, kick her out. You know, she, uh, God love her. She still, she, like the other night, it might have been last night, she knocked on the door and she was crying. And, uh, and, and it was like, what's wrong? And she's like, I just had this thought about, uh, you know, I, and I believe if I'm interpreting it correctly and I was listening across the room, but I think she was trying to say, she had this thought, she was thinking of pets who, whose owner will dies and the pet doesn't like is stranded, right? Doesn't know any better. Oh, right? Sarah Doesn't McLaughlin know songs on in the yeah, background. Right. And she's uh, like, oh, she's Jesus. like, she felt for the pet who didn't know that the, owner or you know under you know the owner's dead now and it's gone yeah, but then you're just there the pet's <laughs> just hanging out with right. a dead person and uh, she was like sobbing yeah. you know <laughs> was, it's not even a real situation that yeah, she's it's a aware of <laughs> right? i mean it happens all the time but the but she's working out life in her head right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah aspca sarah mclaughlin working out live yeah but uh yes okay but like those things, I think as you're you're going through the stages of your uh, your growth, is you're working out a lot of that stuff in your head, right? Like you're you you come up with situations and then you try to figure out how you know what how would I deal with that? What does that look like? You know, because that's that's life. There's yeah. a lot of life stuff that's that's going to happen. Yeah, um, I feel like you. So maybe this is the the transition I, I needed to make at some point, which was um, I feel like what you're getting at is is, is extremely important, which is. When you're young, you're growing up, you're dealing with a lot of, you're thinking of a lot of situations and dealing with a lot of situations for the very first time, right? Mm-hmm. Which which takes you out of being a confident person into a, a less confident. You're like, oh my God, I didn't know that it could even happen to animals or like, right. like you deal with a tragic death in your family or like those kind of things hit you for the first time at, at somewhere between 15 and, and, and usually 20 or so. You start dealing with like feeling like, there's a lot of life coming at you that's bigger than just playing with toys and hanging out with yeah, your friends, yeah. right? And and all of a sudden, that's really scary. And you start going into like you you end up going back into like lizard brain mode and going, I like this stuff scares me. Like I yeah. worry about my own safety. I, I'm worried about or your Maslow's hierarchy of need that we talked about a, a, a couple episodes ago as well, right? Is you start knocking yourself back down from self actualization to a whole lot, you know, earlier steps. You go, I don't. I don't even feel comfortable anymore. Like this has rocked my world because you're experiencing it for the first time. We as adults go, eh, right. people die. They just do. We've dealt with <laughs> right. it. I've dealt with it enough. Right. You dealt with enough death or you deal with enough um, watching, seeing homeless people for the first time or like all those things where you kind of get jaded to it or get acclimated or right. something to it where it's not the good, bad or different. Right. I mean, it it's just, just happens. It's not the thing that throws you for a complete loop right. the first time you see it. Right. And as and as a child with parents, you have that person uh, to fall back on, right? You can look to them and see how are you reacting to it, um, and can kind of mirror or say, "Oh, okay, they're not." You know, they look to you and go, "Oh, you're not freaking out about this, so maybe I don't need to freak out about this." <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? And I think I think as parents, or at least as as for me, not speaking for any parents except for myself. Um, I forget that sometimes is that you're like, this is not that big of a deal. Why are you making such a big deal out of this? And you're like, Oh, it's kind of a big deal for you. Right? Like this is the first <laughs> right. time you've gone through it, but I've seen this a couple times. Right. Um, anyway, so I just, I, I, I 
translated into a, a presentation a, a an agile coach buddy of mine gave a while back with with monkey brain and, and uh, lizard brain but i think where we ended up was kind of the same place which was you know understanding kind of what what draws fears out of you or what kind of knocks you back down a rung as a as a young adult and going oh you know they're experiencing this whole thing for the first time of course that's going to make them feel inferior you know less confident whatever yeah me as an adult goes yeah or just unsure yeah right just yeah just again fear in the right. unknown right? right like they there's a lot more unknown for a 15 to 20 year old than there is a, a 45 year old right and that's our job as a parent right to hopefully like i said when they're looking to you and you give them that if you can give them a steady guidance and go okay you know uh where appropriate this isn't the end of the world you yeah. know this is how we can deal with it um that goes a long way so always be there. Always listen. Uh, never and don't just uh, don't just write it off as something. I think it's sort of the punchline right there of, um, you know, like you said, to kids things can be a huge deal, right? Yeah. Someone knocked over my sandcastle, and you know they're losing their mind over it, and you're like, it, it was just a sandcastle. Yeah, but as an not. adult, you're, you're you're being an idiot. You're gonna make a hundred more of these, right? Right. I, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, but to them, you have to foster that into them and go, okay, let's let's think through that. Um, but not dwell on it uh, yeah. so long, right? It's like, all right, let's get it, let's address it, and let's move on because, you know, there's only so much time in life, and right. I think we've taken up a lot of time of our listeners' lives. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to get done in the next 27 seconds or so. Oh. Yeah. So I finished this Homestead Peach, I'll tell you that. Oh, I did a long time ago. It, it's it's dope. Um, and if you have any thoughts around um, how your lizard brain has changed your life, um or why Andrew is still driving a stolen car, um, please <laughs> feel free to let us know on any of our social media. Um, you can find us at, at CanConvo on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, no, you can't. F at CanConvo at Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> it's only episode 43, dude. We're still getting used to it. Oh, man. All right, Twitter's got an underscore in it. Nobody cares. Um, you can email Andrew directly at, you know. Or Stephen. It's, I don't have it. Um, it can combo it at gmail um you can find us on youtube you can also rate us on any of your podcasting um wherever you get them i don't care um I, <laughs> apple they're everywhere they're, they are everywhere i don't give a crap Just put, <laughs> put a rating because i do give a crap about that um uh, yeah and, or send us some feedback um in any of those forums because we'd love to hear from you about um maybe a new can choice that you would love to see us rate yeah. because you're addicted to it and it's kind of weird because i would love to we like weird stuff, um, but we like we're gonna do some normal stuff sometime soon too. I think some. This is normal. I, I'm not saying Excited. this isn't abnormal. This is a good one. Right. We've done some weird crap. Oh yeah, yeah. We run the gamut. I think yeah. that's uh, what everybody loves. Yep. So Hopefully. send us some feedback on on how we're doing or what you want to see us uh, what you want to see us rate. Sound good. All right. Excellent. Always cool. fun, my friend. Absolutely. All right. Lizard Thanks out. you. Thanks you. Why was your Uncle microwaving your socks? He can't get the goddamn washing machine to work. <laughs>